So it's Monday the 15th of July today, 2019, and welcome to the New Shoes podcast with me, Elliot Shulman, as always. Uh, what's been going on? Uh, let's talk about my weekend. Uh, what happened? Well, firstly, it started on Thursday night because I had Friday off. I was judge for uh, the Portsmouth Original Artist of the Year competition. And that was the one, the competition that we won last year, the new shoes, which got us uh, the Mayfield uh, recording prize, where we recorded Little Racket in eight hours. Uh, we given set like eight hours worth of uh, studio time. And uh, we went and did Little Racket. And it, if it wasn't for that, then Dom wouldn't have heard it. And just asked if we he could put it out on the Mayfield record label, uh, which none of it would have happened if it wasn't for winning that competition. So it's quite an important one. And I was asked a couple of weeks ago by Mark Nichols, who sets up the Portsmouth Original Artist of the Year, gets all the prizes and everything together. Um, he asked me to judge it, and I said. Yes, I said it about a couple. I had to keep it real secret. Couldn't tell anyone about it. And um, uh, I got to the um, uh, the wet edge of the wedge where it was, um, and um, I had to um, mark people out of ten with regards to their appearance, uh, their uh, their musical ability, the way they engage with the audience. Stage present, all that sort of stuff that I think is a bit. I mean, I've never really thought about that at all when I'm on stage. I just turn it on, on or off. And if people want to judge judge you on that, fair enough. I'm there to listen to music. I'm. I was there to tune into the um the good talent. So I was interested in the. The ability of their uh, their musical ability, but most importantly was the songs and can the songs communicate a feeling to me that everything else to do with appearance and um, like what clothes you're wearing and that bollocks. Like I mean, uh, I didn't mark anyone on that. Maybe some of them were slightly off-putting. Um, some of the looks or a bit intimidating. <laughs> There was definitely one that was fairly intimidating. Um, and, yeah, uh, I'm not going to mention any names, but I will mention the ones that I thought were absolutely class. Um, well, the winner was Justin Capps and the Cavaliers, who I've talked about in previous podcasts. And um, because they're kind of gospel-based, and and that's amazing, the fact they won them from gospel. It's two years down in the row, which is, like, pretty good. Um, so yeah, they were phenomenal. They just did a great set. Um, was only, like, everyone had to do three songs and, um, I think, <coughs> sorry, I got a bit of a, uh, sore throat today. You can kind of tell, um, which I'll go on to explain, uh, at a gig at the weekend, but Justin was phenomenal as always. Um, that was, uh, one of his better ones came right at the end. Uh, of the uh, set and it was really great um, just 
played well with integrity, uh, a lot of passion behind it. And when the winner was announced, you could tell how much it meant to all of them. They were all like really, really excited and happy. Um, it was complete opposite reaction to what we had. We were just confused and like thought, nah, that's not right. You know, it should have been whoever, you know, like, um, but they were so, I could tell they really, really wanted it. And you could tell in their performance that they really, really wanted it. Um, so well-deserved. And I also liked Alice Milburn a lot. She went on first. I was the first judge to arrive, by the way, uh, just for the uh, just for the record. So I was sat there on my Billy No Mates behind a desk, uh, scoring this weird kind of chart out of ten. And the second artist on was Alice Milburn, who I'd never seen before. I had no idea who she was. I didn't deliberately didn't look at the lineup when I, you know, like, who got through to the final and everything, because I didn't want to go and explore their stuff and then have an idea of what's go- of what they sound like, you know, that sort of thing. But Alice Milburn went on, and she's very much like a groovy, solely uh, pop singer, really. And um, she's extremely talented. There was a couple of people there that was extremely, extremely talented... And um, had like groovy riff songs and lovely chord progressions. Those are the things that I tuned into and thought, no, that's attractive to the ear. That's a great sound, um, Alice Milburn. So uh, I wanted to go. She was playing at the um, bandstand uh, last weekend, but I was sound checking for my gig, so um, I couldn't come down. Uh, but that was a real shame. And um, also. Um, you know, like uh, the Dusty Trims, phenomenal. Um, they were just a just a great rock. They're just a great rock band, really. They just get on with it. They've got their thing. They've got their sound, and they execute it really well. Uh, so, yeah, that everyone was pretty good. But those were my favorite. And I should also uh, mention um, Evangeline as well. Because that was another one where I thought, right, she's she's incredibly strong. I saw her, she was um she got the second place last year, the original artist, uh, to us. And I remember saying to her a year ago, like literally, you should have won that. You're so strong. Um and your songs are good as well. So, um all in all, like uh, I mean those are the my, my examples of who stood out to me. But um, everyone was a high standard, really. They all have their thing. And that's what the competition is about, is about finding that unique, original sound. And um, I'm glad that Justin got it, really, because, you know, where I've seen him progress um, since I I met him for the first time uh, in November, I think it was, um, at the Golden Eagle, um, how he's got the band going, Justin Capps and the Cavaliers, and um, how it's really taken off for him. And, um, you know, I've got to that point where I like to call them friends now. They really are our friends. And um, 
yeah, he's just a great artist and he really well deserved. Um, so finished that. By the end of the night, I ended up with a splitting headache. Um, I left, um, walked walked back, got the ferry across because uh, I had a really bad headache. Um, I'm just going to check my timer because I'm cooking at the moment. Uh, so I just need to know when to put my peas on. Uh, yeah, I'll probably put my peas on in a minute, actually. Um, yeah, anyway, um, yeah, I had a really bad headache. So then I went to sleep and uh, woke up the next day. And um, it was it was Friday and I went to Hyde Park and I saw Bob Dylan and Neil Young. And um, if you want a, um, a lesson in how to write good songs, um, they're pretty good to draw from. They're pretty good. They're pretty uh, experienced. And um, just the way they performed uh, at Hyde Park the other day was fantastic. Neil, it's like almost a spiritual thing when you see a Neil Young. Uh, his, his, his guitar sound is the, the best guitar that you ever hear. And there's no, no fancy effects or anything like that. It's literally just guitar and amp a cranked Fender Deluxe amp going through a Les Paul and um, the way it sounds and the way he plays and he plucks those notes is a spiritual thing almost it's almost spiritual I'm not religious but it feels like a religious experience when I was in the presence of Neil Young we then moved towards the back because we'd figured out it was me, Aaron, Joe and Reedy uh, that we could hear better back, backed up a bit because of all the uh, the PA speakers um, that were coming across from all around. And Bob Dylan looked like a little dot. But boy, does he come across like a true artist. Talk about original artist of the year. I'd seen Justin Capps, the original artist of the year, but then I saw Bob Dylan the next day and I was like, wow. Talk about originality. He is doing his thing. Uh, all the songs now, they're kind of different versions to what they originally recorded. Um, he still does like, like a Rolling Stone. He doesn't play guitar anymore. He just uh, plays piano and sings. And um, he looked like he was having a whale of a time as well, really, considering that Bob Dylan doesn't engage with the audience anymore. He just all talk to the audience. He just plays and goes... Um, and he did that at Hyde Park and um, I really, really respect him for who he is and um, he certainly changed my life uh, for the better. So uh, seeing those guys were amazing. And then uh, then I came back from Hyde Park and um, went to sleep, then woke up and then I lazed around for a bit and then went to... Um, uh, the uh, the barn at uh, South City, it, like you know, in Milton, uh, Milton Road, the barn, uh, the Milton Arms, um, in Portsmouth, and we were supporting Fourfolds Law, and we were on first. We had to set up, and uh, we had lots of time because we got there in good time, for once, and. Uh, we went on around sort of 20 past 11. No, 11? No, that's wrong. 20 past um, 8. And that was uh, good. Some of my workmates came down. 
and helped me uh, sell some tickets and get the room slightly filled. And that was great. Um, then they uh, then they saw me play and then I spoke to them for ages. Uh, the set was really good. Um, we get sounding better and better. It does sound a whole lot tighter as a uh, four piece. And that's just because we're a very, um, we get down to it. Uh, we're, um, we've done most of our gigs as a four piece, so it's good to go back to that. Um, that's where the experience is. And uh, we just hammered through our set. And uh, then we all went our different ways. Went, I went to Albert Road, um, watched the boxing. Um, Daniel Dubois versus Nathan Gorman. And uh, I thought Nathan was going to do it, but um, I was wrong. He couldn't uh, match the power of Daniel Dubois, which was fair enough. Just going over to just uh, just to fill up my saucepan there with some water. Um, and then that was um, that was it. I had a, a couple of drinks. I shouldn't have done, um, but. You know, you only live once, don't you? And then uh lazed around on the on the Sunday and um my brother Joel came round, he's like working on some music himself. Uh I did some guitar for him, which I like to do. Um who knows, like uh, we were even talking maybe of doing a little side project um alongside that. Not a rock and roll band sort of thing, but more of an ambient experimental maybe more pop orientated music really. Um, especially as uh, that's the kind of music that Joel is into. He's into uh, things like uh, Tyler the Creator and Kendrick Lamar, Anderson Pack, uh, that sort of thing. Um, but we're thinking about putting a few ideas in the mountain pot and seeing what comes out. Um, so that should be um, a possible interesting thing uh, that may happen or may not. And uh, Tom Reynolds came around and. Um, we uh, went through a new tune that I've written. Uh, so that's what's pretty much happening in New Shoes World. Um, I'll cut it now, because that's the end of my weekend. And we're practicing uh, tonight. And just me, Tom, and Tom. And then on the next Saturday, we've got a charity gig, Wollston, uh, for the veterans at the Vic in Wollston. So if you're around, come down, it's free. Uh, come drop in. We're on around sort of half five. Uh, we're just going to play through a load of songs, like acoustic themed. Um, I think one of us is going to bring an electric guitar, but I think I'm going to bring an acoustic. And what we'll do is uh, just run through some stuff for you, some songs. Uh, well, pretty much everything that we've got, but we'll just do it like a more mellow version. And then after that, it's building the hype for Burning Time and building the hype for Victorious Festival. And then uh, we'll be on a good track after that. So really excited. And uh, yes, take care. Goodbye.